I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, your podcast needs have been met. The fifth hour, well, we'll see about that. The fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio, because four hours a night in the overnight, not enough during the week. And this podcast available eight days a week. It is a spinoff of the overnight show. But Danny G, who is not part of the overnight show, he's part of Covino and Rich. And we form Voltron here, Danny. We we bring the shows together. We used to work on my show, so. Yeah, alumni from 2014 to 2018 and beyond. Yeah, it's like four years. You've graduated and then you moved on to something else. And then, and I'm still, I haven't graduated. I'm still doing the same bull crap that we did before. But, but on this podcast, Danny G, as we begin a brand new weekend, an Easter weekend, will anyone listen by the time we get to Sunday and the mailbag? We'll find out. We're going to have a big Easter egg mailbag. It's also, it's Passover week. So no, no eating of bread and anything. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff going on right now this time of the year. Uh, and and so uh, this podcast, we've got a two-hour tour, a two-hour tour 
a brief mini update. Safari Kingdom. I know that's your favorite, Danny. You love Safari Kingdom. Yeah. It's original content. Nobody else has that. No one's ever done that. Uh, It's really revolutionary. We're setting a new standard in podcasting. I know there's like five, four million podcasts. I heard something on four million podcasts. I saw that stat. Yeah, 3.9 million podcasts. How do they know that? That's a good question. And who's listening to all these podcasts? Is anyone, is it friends and family only for most of these podcasts? Is that what it is? Sean in Phoenix while he delivers food. Yeah. I love that I post every week for questions on the mailbag. And inevitably, a hand to God, I'm not making this up. Sean in Phoenix is almost always the first person to post. Now, does Sean post a question? No. Does, mm-hmm. does Sean post a comment? Not really. Sean in Phoenix post his itinerary delivering for Amazon. Yes, it's a screenshot of his deliveries for that day, and it gives you the total and shows you his commission. Yeah, and as an added bonus, he then complains if he has to go all the way out to, like, Scottsdale. Yeah. about that is why do they have me delivering 88 packages in Scottsdale in two hours? I I don't understand. I don't get it. Um, anyway, so we got a lot to get to, but we'll begin with this. So I had a very interesting weekend last weekend, uh, Danny. I, my, my wife's like, hey, there's this event. You know, she's a 911 dispatcher, and the police station that she works at was part of this massive event that takes place in the greater Las Vegas area. Jackpot, baby! And my wife had wanted to go to this for years. She had never been to this event, and she wanted to volunteer. And so she asked me whether I wanted to be part of this, and I said, sure, it sounds like sounds like a lot of fun, and it, it's, it's great. So I'm going to ask you, Danny, have you ever heard of Baker to Vegas? Have you ever heard of that? No, I know Baker, but I've never heard of Baker to Vegas. Okay, good. Because I had never heard of it either. I don't work in law enforcement. I do radio. You do radio. We don't know what this is. This is only like a law enforcement thing. So what it is, first of all, every year, this thing's been going on for like 30 years, they have a race from the middle of the California desert, which is not necessarily the middle, but it's in the desert, in Baker, California. When I think of Baker... I think of the Mad Greek, Bun Boy, the beef jerky place, the alien beef jerky, which is out there, and some random fast food places. I usually try to go through Baker on my way to Vegas. It's like the last stop before you get to Nevada. There's a Taco Bell, and they screwed up our order. And when we got to the window, the lady couldn't speak English. She said, what you got? What you got? (laughs) Always good. So – so there's a few fat. It's like, it's like literally one street, and there's a yeah. few restaurants, and there's there's a hotel, and I think the hotel closed. So oh, anyway, got wood boards on the windows. That's a bad sign. Yes. Baker to Vegas is the event. It is a 120 mile race. It's a relay race on pavement. It doesn't go down the main drag that goes through Baker, the city, and to Vegas. It goes on the back roads through the the desert of California and uh, and also Nevada in into through through that part of Nevada across and then down to Vegas. So anyway, 
I didn't even know there was a different way to go. I I had no idea either. This was an eye-opening experience. And this thing is massive. If you live in that world where you're in law enforcement, we're talking over 8,000 runners from and also guests and, and family members. I was a volunteer support staff, which I guess I was part of 20 stages. Each police officer, men and women, they run five to seven or eight miles each, but it, it's 120 miles and it doesn't make sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's cold, whatever. It, it's a, it's a big deal. And when I say this is a global event, Danny, you, I saw police from Berlin Australia was there, NYPD, bunch of Southern California, mostly Southern California, but there were there were police law enforcement from all over the world that were part of this thing. And I never even heard of it. So anyway, to make a long story even longer, I mentioned that my wife asked if I wanted to help and and we could volunteer, we could make it a weekend in Vegas. And I sure, why not? So we drove to Vegas on Friday from the Maller Mansion. You want to take a guess how many hours it took for us to get to Vegas <laughs> on a Friday afternoon, Danny? You want to take a shot at that? What do you, what do you Wow. Mean? I'm going to say a total of eight hours on the road. It was it was close to that. It was about seven, seven and a half hours. So it was almost, it was close to eight hours. We, we took, it was, it, most of it was just getting out of the greater LA area. And it was, it was ridiculous. And we got out to the the road. We, we of course had to stop. Cause you know, Danny, when you go on a road trip with a wife, you got to stop, right? Yeah. You got to stop. You got to eat. So we went to Peggy Sue's diner. You ever been to Peggy Sue's diner? I've driven past it. Never stepped inside. It's in your mo, not my mo. It's your mo, <laughs> and uh, it's, it was really good ambiance at Peggy Sue's Diner. Food was not so good, but the ambiance was good. And then we went to Eddie's World, not or it's Eddie World, not Eddie's World. They couldn't afford the S, and we walked through there and got some random, random stuff. So we had that going on, and anyway, we got to Vegas. It took it took like seven hours to get to Vegas. It was ridiculous. But we had to get there because there was a meeting for the Baker to Vegas thing. We were part of the team for my wife's uh, police station, which actually joined forces with two other local police stations. Like I had no idea how competitive, how intense this was. I thought it was like a little relay race. And I said, okay, big deal. But my wife's like, listen, she said, we go to this meeting. We, we have a two-hour commitment to volunteer on Saturday. And the rest of the time, we're just going to be partying in Vegas. So I said, okay, it's a two-hour tour. And much like my youth, when I watched it, I used to watch real, uh, reruns of uh, Gilligan's Island. A, uh, it was a fateful story, Danny, the two-hour tour. So we go to this meeting on Friday. We were late to the meeting. We go into this suite at the, uh, which hotel? It was the Cosmopolitan Hotel on like the 47th floor of the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Somebody had to come down and take it. So we go in there. Every There's music playing. There's a party going on. We had missed the meeting. We had missed me. And so one of the people said, all right, here's what you need to do. And when I found out what we need to do, he said, you got to be there on Saturday. You got to be at the hotel at 130. We'll give you the car to drive. You have to drive some of the runners 
to their leg of the race, to this Baker to Vegas thing. So like, okay. And then there's it's a two-person operation. I'm the driver. My wife was supposed to be the spotter. That was the plan. So, okay, whatever. So we go out there. They have all kinds of snacks and water and things. I mean, it was really loaded. I, I got more free stuff there than I've gotten working in radio the last few years. I mean, they had all kinds of stuff. So it was, it was cool. That part of it was cool. They had, they had a refrigerator in the suite. They had all these snacks in the, in the cup. <laughs> Did you have an empty duffel bag handy? <laughs> now, unfortunately, I did not. But, but they had some good stuff. I was impressed. And when we got there on Friday night, they had uh, a dinner catered. An uh, Italian dinner was catered with uh, fettuccine Alfredo. There was some chicken. I was like, all right, they're taking care of us. And all I have to do is do two hours. Woo-hoo! If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. We found out what exactly we had to do. So we show up on Friday. Now, I'm completely worn out, Danny. When I drive seven hours in traffic, like most people, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to, yeah, I, just, I, I don't want to be in the car, I, whatever. So we go to this meeting. The race is underway. This thing goes on for like 24 hours, over 24 hours a bit. So we go to the meeting and they explain what we have to do. And they give me the keys to the car. They said, the valet's got the car. Go down to the valet. You get the car. Fine. Go down to the valet. My wife has is given a, a plastic bag with a vest and some flashlights, and some paperwork. And they have very strict rules 
because it's a law enforcement thing. So they have all these rules and information you have to follow. And you can't drive too fast. We we get our assignment and hand to God, our assignment was to drive three different runners, these three officers, to stage nine, ten, and eleven. Or it was it was it was eight, nine, and ten, I think it was. So it was three stages. And the drop-off point, stage eight, was in Harump, Nevada. Wow, I have been there before. I had never been to Pahrump, Nevada. Now, keep in mind, it was past Pahrump, Nevada. This was go to Pahrump, turn left, go into California, go back across the state line, back in. Danny, here, here's what I know of, of Pahrump, Nevada. I know three things about Pahrump, Nevada. I know that my favorite overnight radio host of all time, one of the greats, a legend, immortal, Art Bell, did his show from Pahrump, Nevada. I know that. I watched a show that was on, I forget what channel. It was about a small TV station. I think we talked about it on the podcast. It was a small TV station, cable station that was based in Pahrump, Nevada. I knew that. I also knew the whorehouses are in Pahrump, Nevada. <laughs> like the Bunny Ranch and those things are based in that town. That's all I knew. So we drive out. It's an hour and a half drive. Now, keep in mind, Danny, they told my wife told me two hours and she was told two hours. So we drive an hour and a half. But then they're like, well, wait a minute. You have to follow the runners around and you have to wait because there's three different runners. So you drop a runner off. They then get the baton. They run their leg of the race. You then have to drive ahead of the race which means you have to drive on this desert road, but you can't drive too fast or that's a penalty. You have to to drive very slow and you have to, you have to go around the runners and there's cars following the runners. It's a whole thing. We then had to go to the next stage and drop the other runner off and then pick up the runner that had just been dropped off. But wait, there's more. So we we had to do that three times. Now, needless to say, this was not a two-hour thing. It took an hour and a half to drive out there. You want to take a, a guess, Danny, how many hours we spent <laughs> dropping runners off and picking runners up and then driving back to Vegas? The same amount of time it took for you to get to Vegas from L.A., probably seven, probably right around seven hours. How about eight hours? It, we oh. spent eight hours. So now I'm pissed, right? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck have i done you know these are my you know how it is we talk we wear our our mind out with these radio shows and on the weekend i want to decompress and i'm like i'm doing a good mitzvah but now i'm getting burned and by the time we got back it was night we started out at 1 30 in the afternoon and by the time we got back it was 9 30 at at night by the time we dropped the car keys off and got back to the to the hotel and uh, we had no no food, no cell reception for most of this, and it was it was just just craziness. Just and then to make matters even better, we had to get back to L.A. Saturday night 
because my wife had to work on Sunday kind of early in the day. So she had to get back. So we're like, all right, we'll, we'll go out. And she met some of her friends at one of the hotels and I hung out. I was like the the third wheel. Uh, I hung out and then we, we were going to drive back like overnight. We were going to drive back overnight, but I would say of all my trips to Vegas in terms of actual entertainment value, uh, it's pretty low. It's pretty low on the list. This was a, this was a working trip. Uh, and I, I love that, you know, it was cool to be part of it. I didn't realize it was nearly what it was, this challenge cup relay thing that they have and, and all that. Uh, but how about next time you, you let the secret out? You let, let us know what we're getting into. That would have been good. That would have been a nice thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> One thing that was cool about Pahrump, and there's not much cool about Pahrump, but when I saw the police cars and the fire truck, they said Nye County. Mm-hmm. That, of course, is Art Bell. Uh, Art Bell would famously say, from the kingdom of Nye. For years, you hear that, and it's foreign to you because you've never been anywhere near it or have seen it. Pretty cool to drive through that little town. Yeah, it was. And I was upset because we didn't have time. There's an Art Bell statue or tribute to Art Bell in a park in Pahrump. And considering how big Pahrump is, there's like one park, so I could probably find it. Uh, Unfortunately, I did not have time. So at some point in my life, maybe next year, if we do this next year, I'll have to. Yeah. Go back to man. They should have just told you it is a 10-hour day, but we really appreciate you guys. And we're going to feed you uh, while you're out on the road. We're going to take care of you. And then you would have been like, man, it was only eight hours. It wasn't 10. Oh, I left an important detail out, Danny, a very important detail. So we're driving the car provided by the police. It's just a regular truck. It's just their vehicle. So they gave us this. They gave me the keys to the truck. So I'm driving it, whatever. And the way this works, whoever dropped the truck off is supposed to fill the truck up with gas. So we did not have enough gas. We almost ran out of gas in the middle of nowhere because this was past Pahrump. And you know, Danny, there's nothing in Pahrump. There's nothing outside of Pahrump. So we almost ran out of gas on the back roads. And it is stunning to me. I know I've gone to Vegas for 30 years of my life. I had no idea that there these roads even existed in the middle of nowhere. You can go from California to Nevada, from from Baker to to Pahrump. Uh, but we went to the gas station literally on fumes, less than half a quarter of a tank, and even le- I think we probably had about twenty miles left in that truck by the time we got to the gas station. And if if that gas station had been out of gas, we would have been totally up Shit's Creek, totally <laughs> up Shit's Creek. Through Pahrump, but to go north, I had no idea that you could take those little roads into Vegas. I didn't know that existed. And then my question is, when traffic gets so bottled up, why don't people go on those little back roads? First of all, most don't know about it, as you said. Secondly, it's pretty barren out there. I I was driving at night, and there was nothing. I felt like I was on the moon or something like that. So people would just be too scared because you're yeah. literally in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. Well, you have no phone reception, yeah. you're the grid. So if your car breaks down, you're at the mercy of the coyotes and <laughs> critters out in the Nevada and California desert. 
So it was an interesting week. I'll have some more. I got another amazing uh, thing I'll, I'll save for later on this weekend. The mini update, the Minnesota update, Maller meet and greet, Maller meet and greet. It is coming up May 20th. May 20th is the date. A lot of listeners have been tweeting about this. In Minneapolis, Danny G, I'm fired up. This is going to be great. I have done two of these since COVID ended. We had a very small get-together last minute in Appleton, Wisconsin with a few listeners. And then last year, you were part of that one in in Cali, Danny, in in, uh, L.A. We had a meet and greet, which was a lot of fun. And so I'm I'm looking forward to it. we to, to answer your question. Do we have a venue yet? No, we don't have a venue. I have been in touch with Regina. I'd also like to thank Angelina and uh, there's a couple other listeners who I'm forgetting. Bad job by me. Who have been boots on the ground? They've been traveling around, uh, contacting, calling people in Minnesota. So we have a couple of possibilities at this point. One of them is on a lake. Another of them is in downtown, and the third one. If that one happens, that's a, a very sporty one. That's all I'll say. It's a very sporty one, and I'm waiting to lock that down. Once we lock it down and I get the green light, right now it's a yellow light or a red light. Once we get the green light, I'll, of course, let you know. And I wanted to throw this out. So this is – I'm just asking you, if you want to contact me, let me know. The Maller meet and greet. So I've been talking to some people about shirts and, and different Maller militia stuff. I'm going full Rob Parker, Danny. I'm going full Rob Parker. I'm going to put shirts out there, whatever. <laughs> Slap a Ben Maller logo on it. <laughs> my man, come on, my man. You can't do that. It's Rob Parker's material, my man. Anyway, so there's a possibility of a special limited edition Maller meet and greet Minnesota shirt. Now, unfortunately, it's not free. I wish it was free. I'd just give it out to everybody. It would there would be a price on it. A, is that something that you would want? And B, if you do want it, are you willing to actually pay for it? That's the question. So uh-huh. if I'm going to go forward with this, because the person making them, obviously I need to know roughly how many people want the shirt. And the, I think what I'll do, Danny, is I'll have a pre-order thing on the, on the Instagram page. Or- yeah. Facebook. And that way, if we get a certain number, then we'll get the shirt. And if not, we won't do the shirt. I think that's what we're going to do. You are truly a rock star. This is turning in to a concert in Minnesota with the concert T-shirt available. Hey, why not? You got it's all about the marketing, Danny. As you know, it's all about the marketing. Where is the tour bus with the groupies giving blowjobs? We are not allowed to talk about that. We will go out on Lake Minnetonka. And the love boat. We'll recreate the love boat out there. The Minnesota Vikings and, and all that. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. We have a, we have a little time. Let's do Pop Goes the Culture. You want to go uh, Pop Goes the Culture? Ohio Al, yes? Let's do it. Okay, these are stories that we have found uh, randomly. These are not sporty stories. So Tinder, this is, I thought of this when I saw this, Danny, because I thought of you when I saw this. Yeah, you were, you're happily married now, but you were, you were known for giving out dating advice and you loved the Tinder, right? That was your, your go-to spot. Yeah, that's where our term Tinderoni came from. Exactly. So Tinder is working on a secret $500 a month version of the app that will include, what do you get for $500 a month? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Better get laid. No, uh, it's 24-7 dating advice and access to its most active and influential members. What? The hell does that mean? That means to me, that means rich people, famous people. That's what it sounds like to me. Doesn't that sound like influential, active, influential? If you're kind of, but would it be like Instagram famous people? Because I mean, we've heard stories here and there about an actress or two that try Tinder out, but there can't be that many of them. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. It says Tinder Vault would go above and beyond. They already have three paid subscriptions on Tinder. And they confirmed uh, this week that there's the, this next next level. Wow, I I guess this is for rich people who are not very confident in their dating skills, and right, because otherwise you just do there's twenty nine ninety nine version. Yeah, wouldn't you just do that? Of course, yeah, five hundred dollars a month. It says Vault. 
uh, would have to. It says it would cost subscribers up to six thousand dollars a year. Well, if you're if you're paying five hundred, you should only have to pay it for like a month or two. Shouldn't that be it? Not any sort of game whatsoever. Yeah, it, I mean, I guess if you just did it one time for five hundred dollars, but man, that still seems kind of steep when you can do it for thirty bucks. Yeah, or the old-fashioned way, and just go to a go to a pool hall or a bar or. A pool hall. <laughs> you just made me think of the Pinocchio cartoon where he goes to the pool hall. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> uh, next up, Scarlett Johansson. I know this is oh. you. She has explained why she is not on Instagram. She has okay. explained. She says, quote, my ego is too fragile. I can't deal with it. Talking about social media. She said she's just too fragile. She's uh, like a delicate little flower. Oh, so she can't take any bad comments or feedback from pictures and things like that. She's not a fan of the trolls. My experience with celebrities is most celebrities. It's overwhelming. You're the greatest. We love you. You. There's always the troll element. The the people that are on there just to be complete assholes. Especially, it's not Twitter. Instagram is a little healthier, I would say, especially for the celebrities, as you just pointed out. So you're right. I would think 99.9% of anything she posted, unless it was corny or overly corporate or her like really trying to sell something that was dog shit, I don't <laughs> think she would get a whole bunch of trolls. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Next up, China is planning on repurposing those old jets, those old fighter jets. This will cause nightmares, Danny. They're considering a plan that would turn those old fighter jets into an army of combat drones. Oh, man. So big remote control jet fighters. Exactly. Uh, they take these Cold War-era Soviet aircraft and turn them into drones and without uh, they don't need a pilot in the cockpit because it's a drone so how crazy is that man ready to bring the gas what a world man what a <laughs> hey so will dodger stadium have these just beyond the outfield fence for friday night drone night yeah, drone night sounds like a good idea. In Milwaukee, they'll have it, but they'll have the roof closed in Milwaukee. So that's, <laughs> that's how they roll at the Brewer games. Did you and see they, how the Dodgers replaced the fireworks with drone shows? I did not. No. Did they? Is that right? I did not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Last Friday night, uh, instead of the fireworks, it was a light show with choreographed drones. Was that just that week? Or are they going to have fireworks? That's a good question. I, I didn't hear if that was going to be a regular thing or not. Yeah, I, I did not. I did not hear that. I did. My favorite story of the week was the Brewers on opening day when they had to fly over and they had the dome closed. That is a ten. That is. Yes. Did you hear that? I hear the Jets. <laughs> they had fireworks and a, and a military flyover, which I believe cost four hundred thousand dollars minimum, and that was as of a few years ago. Ay ay ay. Well, speaking of. Military. The Pentagon is said to have footage of UFOs being shot down, but they are refusing to release any of it, Danny. But the good news is there is video 
Did you you guys on Covino and Rich talk about this video which claims to show a dead alien found in a Bolivian village after the UFO landed? Have you seen this? No. You have not? Okay. Let me grab the link here. I want to send this to you. And when you see this, Danny, I don't know I don't want to spoil it for you because when I saw it I, I was like, "Wait a minute here. This is uh Dead alien. Uh, yeah. I can hear the audio. What the fuck is that? That's it. That's the alien. The little blue thing. The little blue thing, Dan. That's, that's the alien. It, it's, the, it's the size of a chihuahua. Oh, come on, man. You don't buy that? You don't think that's real? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome, Danny, if that is a fucking real alien and we are all we've all been programmed to think, oh, that's bullshit. And that's actually wouldn't that be hilarious if that's what they look like? It looks like a little stuffed doll that an eight year old would carry around. It's a little blue thing. It's got a big head. It's very, very skinny, very. It's like a pencil. The body's like a pencil. That's super disappointing. I agree. I agree. When I saw it, and they're they're like, this is the most amazing video of all time. I was like, hey, what if that is actually real though? There's a chance. It's it's possible. Who knows what's out there in the cosmos? Man alive. Man alive. <laughs> we are the superior creatures. Oh man. Oh man. No wonder they want to stick probes up our ass to explore. Yeah. All right. Well, that is Pop Goes. I, I realized we were going to do Safari Kingdom, but I had to get to Pop Goes the Culture. We will have Safari Kingdom on the Saturday podcast, Danny. Okay. I know you're just. Yes, we'll time shift it for ratings purposes. Yes, for ratings. But it has nothing to do with me screwing up. No, uh, we will we will time shift that to the uh, Sunday podcast. Anything you, or Saturday podcast. Anything you want to promote, Danny? Anything at all as we put the baby to bed here? Well, you're done uh, for the week with your radio shifts. I have one more to go. This afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m. West Coast time with Covino and Rich uh, ending the week with some fun. Outstanding. Enjoy Covino and Rich. Uh, the boys will have a good time. Danny, of course, putting that all that together. And I will be back tomorrow with Danny G. Brand new podcast. The most impressive win in the history of Lost Wages Nevada. Every once in a while, a long shot pays off. You'll hear a story that has never been told before. We'll get to that on the Saturday podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll catch you next time. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.